This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Guardians Radio Network. Guardians Weekly is brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. everyone, welcome to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Progressive Field this weekend as we join you with baseball talk on the radio. Our final show before we take a two-week hiatus during the holiday season and rejoin you after the new year. Coming up on this week's show, our final look back at some of the great games from the 2022 season. What turned out to be the final win of 2022 It was Game 3 of the American League Division Series, a thriller against the Yankees at Progressive Field, and we will relive that fun night at Progressive Field later on in our show today. But most of our show, we will hear some of the thoughts of newly signed first baseman designated hitter Josh Bell, who met with the Cleveland media earlier this week to talk about signing a two-year contract with the Guardians and certainly providing some thump for their lineup in the 2023 season. So some good stuff coming. Stay tuned. When we come back, we'll hear from Josh Bell. That's after this timeout on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for Sports Stuff You Definitely Could Not Do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. 
Children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. And on every street corner you'll Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. And uh, while it was widely speculated during the winter meetings, it became official earlier this week. The Guardians have signed first baseman designated hitter Josh Bell, one of the more consistent power hitters, maybe an under-the-radar type power hitter in the major leagues the past several seasons. Last year, splitting time between Washington and San Diego. His first meaningful time in the postseason came with the Padres after he was a trade deadline acquisition. He was a National League All-Star with the Pirates back in 2019 and, in fact, took part in the Home Run Derby as part of All-Star Game activities right here at Progressive Field. So Josh Bell figures to be a real big key to the Guardians lineup this season, providing some extra power. He met with the Cleveland media earlier this week, and he says one of the reasons he signed here, there is a lot to like about Cleveland and the ball club currently that uh, Terry Francona has put out on the field the past several seasons, including a year ago. Really excited for this opportunity. Um, I was able to watch from afar, um, seeing everything that the Guardians did last year. It was really entertaining baseball. Um, you know, surprised a lot of people um, from, you know, what expectations were at the beginning of the season last year. And to, to finish where they finished, uh, it's pretty incredible. So I'm, I'm happy to, you know, hopefully be a part of that, you know, that culture next year of, of pushing us even further. Um, you know, I, earlier this this offseason, um, you know, the Guardians reached out. Um and my wife being from Ohio, um, she was grinning from year to year. So uh, once once we got things situated in regards to, uh, you know, the, the numbers, um, you know, it was, it was go time. And now I can, you know, focus on what I'm going to do for the rest of the offseason um, and get going, uh, hopefully strong and uh, in, in spring training. So thank you, guys. Uh, I'll let SB take over from, for, from here. Yeah, I think, uh, first of all, I... <laughs> I want to thank Chris for for receiving my three thirty in the morning text on on uh, the classic winter meetings dynamics as we go through and and uh, I want all the Cleveland audience to know while uh, uh, all of us get senior in our jobs that uh, Chris was up at Adam and and so so were I to to respond to this and. Uh, Greg and Matt, uh, uh, Greg Bustuzzi and Matt from our, your office in Cleveland. I want to thank you much because you, we kind of had to do this in a, in a time frame where it was uh, compelling to both of us. And when things get done like that and done well, where both parties really ended up where they wanted to to be with uh, both the organization and the player, it, it's it's sometimes in baseball it seems simple, but it it often or rarely happens. So I'm, I'm glad. Um, one thing I can say about Josh is that, you know, he just spent the last month coming out to California. We have a sports training institute that for our uh, players we represent. And Josh leaves his home. He comes out. He spends every day here working out, getting ready to go. Um, there is uh, really he is at the point in his career where we think the rocket ship is ready to take off. And. He certainly uh, illustrated that many aspects last year. Uh, his playoff performance illustrates how he manages that environment and the competitiveness. And uh, I, there couldn't be a better fit for what 
Chris has identified the need, uh, knowing Tito over the years and how what his culture is in the locker room. You really couldn't ask for a better fit. So, so we're very excited about it. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Scott. Bart, should we uh, open it up for questions? Yeah, I think that'd be great. Tom Withers, you want to lead us off? Great. Hey, Josh, Tom Withers from the Associated Press. Welcome to Cleveland. Um, can we pencil you in then for 30 home runs and 110 RBIs? Um, uh, you're going to sell me short. I've, I've done that before. Uh, no, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited. Uh, I think next year, um, the sky's the limit for a lot of lefties, um, with the shift going away, um, you know, get rewarded for, for hard contact to the pull side a little bit more. So, uh, you know, I won't shy away from that contact as much as, as I have in the past. So hopefully the numbers will, will jump in regards to the, the home runs again. And, you know, the average will, will be there too. So, uh, you know, I, I don't want to put any numbers on anything. Um, I'm just going to work to to be the best version of myself next year as I can. And, you know, when I look back at the end of the next season, uh, you know, I, I know I'll be proud. So we'll, we'll just leave it at that. Thanks. I was just messing with you. Hey, you said you watched the Guardians from afar. What, what did that view look like? What did you see in them that you really liked? No, it's uh, I, I would say uh, they're probably the scrappiest team in the league in regards to offense. Um, you know, the lowest strikeout rate in the league. Um, I think they were up there with the most comeback wins. Um, and for me personally, you look at the top three in the order, you got three guys that, you know, have stolen 20 bases and that's before the bases get bigger. And before, you know, the pitchers have, you know, three strikes and you're out in regards to, to, to pickoff moves. So, uh, you know, the numbers will go up there as well. So, uh, you know, for me as a middle of the order guy, I, you know, I'd look at slayed myself in a lineup where, um, you know, I, I'm going to have runners in scoring position quite often. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely an exciting time uh, for, for me offensively. And, you know, both sides of the ball, it seems like, you know, they take care of the baseball really well. The pitching is, is spectacular. I've, I've been, uh, you know, my, my hitting coach here, Joe DeMarco, works with Austin Hedges as well. And so kind of picked his brain about, you know, the next generation coming up through the minor leagues. And there's some exciting arms coming up, you know, and still haven't broken into the big leagues yet. So, uh, you know, it, it's really exciting time to, to, to be a guardian. Josh, what did the, uh, the playoff experience that you went through last year, what did – does that kind of open your eyes when you've been in the league for a long time, but that was your your first real deep run? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously you watch every postseason. Um, you want to be a part of it. You have expectations for what it's going to be like. And uh, I'll say, you know, every expectation that I had was blown out of the water. Um, you know, we – we had a really good run with the Padres, um, really good team there. And you know, the Guardians, you know, got got knocked off in the same uh, series that we did. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like the entire lineup, that entire roster, you know, collectively, we all have that same taste in our mouth of what the postseason can bring and how close that we were. Um, so I know that everyone's working their tails off this offseason, you know, excited to get back in the camp and, you know, have another crack at it next year. Josh, hey, Jensen Lewis with uh, Bally Sports Great Lakes. Uh, welcome to Cleveland. Uh, I'm not sure you're going to be able to get a better Christmas present for your wife uh, being able to come home. So uh, I know that's off the list. Uh, two questions for you. Uh, first, did you talk with any of the current players uh, about what it's like to play here in Cleveland? And uh, did they have any sway over your decision? And then secondly, um, it, your familiarity with the, the division at all. I know we've had some interleague play. Um, but just the things that that really drew you here, if you had conversations with some of the current players. No, I mean, aside from my conversations with Joe, um, 
you know, we were probably talking about the Guardians a month ago um, before they, you know, initially reached out. Um, he said it would be a good fit. Um, had just said the same thing. Um, told me about their their minor leagues and whatnot. Um, and you know, it's it's tough not to uh, get that itch, get that uh, that want to to play with Jose Ramirez. Um, you know, prodigious, you know, best switch hitter in the league for for a long time there. So uh, hopefully, you know, we can we can learn from each other. I can uh, you know hit behind him and you know. He could, what he have 120 RBIs last year? Like, uh, you know, hopefully he saves some for me. But uh, if we're both over 100, I, I think we'll we'll be in a good place. Josh, uh, this is Paul Hoynes from Cleveland.com. I was wondering what the uh, you know the opt out does for you. Is that a motiva- motivational factor? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I really uh, I don't know what to expect next year without the shift. Um, you know, I, I feel like a lot of lefties have been you know waiting for this moment for a long time. Um, you know, it's 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 something that you know it's it's kind of you know incentive where you know if, if I can do what I think that I can do, um, you know, re- regardless of you know numbers or anything like that, um, I'm gonna have another crack at you know getting a raise next year, um, and you know couple times in, in my uh, career already, I, I felt like I've scratched the surface of, you know, who I can really be for a sustained period of time. Um, so, you know, if I can show that for a longer period next year, um, hopefully I'll be rewarded for it. But uh, in, in my mind, it's, you know, it's, it's an opportunity for me to go off for the Guardians. And, uh, you know, if if things go well, I'll, I'll, I'll be back again. Uh, Jeff, you down this help, Josh. I want to ask you about, about your defense. Uh, I've read that you worked hard to be a better defender. Can you talk about that? You know, you kind of just learning on the fly, but, you know, I was able to make a jump defensively when I got traded over to the, uh, the nationals last year, working with Tim Bogar, um, you know, kind of revamped the work day. Um, and, and I know this next year with the shift, it's going to allow me to really prove myself over there, have more opportunities to make plays over there. So, um, you know, I'm working diligently um, on both sides of the ball this offseason. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm really pumped to, to show what I can do over there as well. Josh, uh, Terry Pluto from the Plain Dealer. Uh, a couple of things. Number one is it sounds like you mentioned about thinking more about power for this upcoming season. And then the other question is you were playing so well with Washington. Uh, then you went to San Diego. It was like the numbers dropped off and, uh, so can you talk about those things? Yeah. And in, in, in regards to the power, I think that uh, when I'm right, um, I hit for average and power. And when I'm wrong, you know, I don't hit for either. So, uh, <laughs> you know, my, my numbers were, were decent. I, I would say that the the power numbers were down a bit. Um, I think across the league last year um, for, for a lot of guys, especially guys that, you know, focus on driving the ball to the opposite field. Um, but, you know, I think this year, you know, you, you have a runner at first base, you roll a ball over and you get rewarded. And, and now it's first and third, as opposed to a double play ball with a shift last year, you can take more chances. Um, you know, I think offense is going to be, you know, a, a huge part of the game again, you know, getting guys on, getting guys over and getting guys in. So if, if I can leave the yard, then, then so be it. But if if we're winning a ton of games and, you know, I'm, I'm leading the, the league in doubles, I, I, I think, uh, you know, I'll be just as happy. And I was curious um, about the trade. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And and regards to the trade, um, yeah, I had a, a really good routine in, uh, in D.C. And, um, you know, I felt like I could do no wrong there for quite a few weeks of that first half. Um, 
and then I, I couldn't really get my footing in, in, uh, in San Diego, um, kind of felt like I was just a step behind, uh, some of the approaches and some of the attack plans. Um, you know, obviously, you know, a ball drops here and there and then things can turn around. Um, but, you know, I was, I was happy to, you know, start my postseason off, you know, with a, with a homer, you know, last at bat was a double. So, uh, you know, it was allowed me to, you know, continue to have fuel on the fire going into the offseason, um, you know, didn't want to, you know, have the second half that I did. But I, I think it's uh, it's part of my story and it's, you know, the reason why I've worked my tail off for the, the first couple of months of the offseason. So I'm uh, I'm happy for it. Josh, Joe Nogan from Cleveland.com. Uh, just your involvement in the community uh, and the previous places you've been is, is well known. Uh, what are your hopes for opportunities here in Cleveland and, and where specifically would you like to see yourself get involved? Yeah, um, that's a, that's a great question. I uh, have some guys uh, kind of in my ear right now. Um, I, I don't want to speak too soon. I want to find something where my heart can truly be. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a really special thing where you can, you know, get away from the field, um, get into the community and, and feel like it's not work at all. It feels like it's, you know, part of your calling. So uh, not being too familiar with the area, the specific needs, I don't want to speak on it too, too soon, but I know that my wife knows people and I know that, you know, people in the area have been reaching out. So, uh, you know, something special will, will definitely happen next year. Where, uh, where is your wife from? Is she in Ohio? Yeah, she's from uh, Poland. So, you know, an hour outside of Pittsburgh, that's where we met. And then about an hour and 15 outside of Cleveland. Josh, um, the Guardians had a, you know, contact first oriented offensive approach last season. Do you feel that was that one of the things that kind of attracted you to, to this organization, you know, based on, you know, your ability, you know, to control the strike zone? No, yeah, I think it was a perfect storm. A lot of things pulling me in this direction um, and, and that being one of them. Um, you know, I think that, you know, there's a, a real importance um, in regards to like base stealers and in front of me in the lineup that, you know, I, I wanted to get back to. Um, and, and I wanted, you know, guys with high on base percentage, but also base ceiling threats um, to put me in a position to really make the pitchers pay and kind of make them feel my presence in the box a little bit more. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, I think it was a lot of different things in regards to the contact rates and, and everything. Uh, I think that's just a, a, a sign of good hitting. You know, I, teams can slug and win games, but when teams can string two or three hits together and, and defend and pitch and win games, I, I think that goes, you know, a long way in regards to winning divisions and a long way uh, in regards to winning the close spot games and, and the postseason as well. So, Hopefully I can add to that and, you know, add, you know, a little bit more power as well. Um, and if I can do both of those things and I'll be the best protection in the world for, for Jose and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what kind of numbers he can put up next year. Stay with us. We'll take a short break and we'll hear more from Josh Bell and others after this timeout on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Welcome back to Guardians Weekly. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland. And we've been listening in to Josh Bell's meeting with the media earlier this week after it was announced that he officially has signed with the Guardians, widely speculated for about a week now. His agent is Scott Boris, and he was also a part of that press conference. And certainly Boris has some of the most high-profile clients in baseball and he's always looking for the right fit, and he feels there were a lot of reasons why Bell and the Guardians were a right fit for the 2023 season and maybe beyond. No, I, I think the uh, we're always trying to look for times and moments and fits in a player's career. Um, Josh really found something in Washington that really allowed his on-base percentage and his OPS to rise to where he was really comfortable with um, the idea of not being the traditional power hitter with the teeter-totter of reward and and a lot of strikeouts became more contact-oriented, and it really worked. Uh, And when the shift comes, I think it's going to really, really pay dividends for him. And so we have this optimization and to create a – a, a fair and equitable uh, appraisal of that sometimes is difficult, uh, particularly when players are at beginning the primes of their career. So the methodology is to find a fair equilibrium where we shorten up the commitment years and we allow for the flexibility to really know potentially a value point that is uh more aligned with where we think the optimum potentials of, of Josh are. It's a question for uh, Chris and, and you, Josh. Uh, Chris, first off, obviously with, with Josh Naylor and uh, what he's done at, at first base, um, is, there, is this the assumption that um, Josh Bell is going to be the, the primary first baseman, get the lion's share of that time, or is there an idea to try and work some, some DH opportunities to keep both those guys fresh? Yeah, Jensen, I think what we'll do is this is where Tito's so extraordinary at finding – you know, the right way to position guys to be successful and balance, you know, getting guys off their feet um, as well as the lineup we put out there every night. So that's something we've talked a little bit about, but um, I know Tito plans to talk with both Josh Bell and Josh Naylor about how exactly to work through that and something that will evolve over time in spring training. But the short answer is we would expect both Josh's to see time at first base and DH. And, and Josh, to, to follow up with you, um, is, is there a mindset for you that you, and I understand from a player standpoint, you want to be out there every day, um, but is, is there one part of your DNA that says, no matter what, I'm going to find my way out there? I mean, we've, we've got a great guy in Jose Ramirez that is, is such an example for us. Is, is that where you're at with your mindset as well? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, the most important thing is is getting the win at the end of the day, whether I'm, you know, slated in a position or slated in the lineup even. Um, but the, the most important thing is, you know, being a World Series champion. I kind of learned that a little bit in San Diego, um, you know, fighting the collective fight, fight fighting as a whole. Um, obviously, I had that before, but it's a little bit different when you're, you're slated in the lineup every day. Um, 
but in regards to what happened, I, I think, uh, you know, you, you work to, to start every day. You, you work to, to have a position every day and um, you, you hope that your play, you know, takes care of it. Um, you, you hope that, you know, you, you have the support of the organization behind you. And I'm, I'm sure Josh is in the same boat this offseason, you know, working his tail off to, you know, be a better version of himself next year. And, you know, it's it's not our jobs to, to be GMs or managers. It's our jobs to, you know, when we're out there, make all the plays that we can make. So uh, I'm pumped to, you know, share the position with him next year and, you know, get as, as many wins as we can first and foremost. Josh, Scott, thank you for making the time. I'll talk to you guys soon. Well, there it is, some of the highlights and comments from Josh Bell, his agent Scott Boris, and uh, some good things coming, I think, for uh, the Guardians from the veteran first baseman. He's been around a while, and, and a common theme there, uh, how he might perform better than he has been because of the shifts being outlawed in the coming seasons. We'll see. He may be one of many players impacted in a positive way by the lack of shifts now as the new rule changes take effect for 2023. Stay with us when we come back. It's our final look back at one of the great games of the 2022 season. Game three of the American League Division Series against the Yankees, and that comes your way next on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money, but it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Hey, I noticed it's been a few minutes since you thought about when your quarterback ran into his own teammate and fumbled, technically forcing his own fumble, and then the other team took it in for a score, and then you couldn't turn on the TV for a month without being constantly reminded of the time your quarterback sacked himself and fumbled. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory, but we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to our final segment of Guardians Weekly. We're at Progressive Field in downtown Cleveland, and it's time for our final look back at the 2022 season with our Game of the Week segment and our last game, the last win for the Guardians in the 2022 year as they beat the Yankees in Game 3 of the American League Division Series on a Saturday night in mid-October at Progressive Field. Yet another walk-off win. We'll get to that in just a moment as uh, we set the scene. The American League Division Series after two games in New York was tied at one win apiece. The Yankees won the opener 4-1, to one, but the Guardians came back to take Game 2 4-2 to two, to set up a tie series heading into Game 3 with Tristan McKenzie on the mound for the Guardians against Luis Severino for New York. And the home crowd was rocking as Tristan McKenzie got off to the great start in the first inning. McKenzie into the windup. And tonight's first pitch is swung on, grounded to short. Gobbled up by Rosario, throws over, one pitch, one out. And we're underway at the corner of Carnegie and Ontario. Aaron Judge, of course, 
An American League record 62 homers 131 RBIs batted 311 second in the league in hitting payoff pitch swing and a miss got him with a slider. How do you explain Aaron Judge 0 for 9 with eight strikeouts in this series. Leading off the bottom of the first for the Guardians it was Stephen Kwan. Kwan three for nine in the series the payoff pitch. Swung and grounded over the bag at first down the right field line headed toward the corner. Kwan's on his way to second. Karen played by Judge. It's a stand up double. Well, and with Severino not having pitched in 12 days, if you have an opportunity early, you better get to him. If he settles in, he'll flat out dominate you. Then Jose Ramirez singled to move Quan up to third. And that brought Josh Naylor to the plate. Now the set. Now the pitch. Swing and a one hopper toward short again by Kiner Falefa. Into left center field. Into scores Quan. Ramirez to second. One nothing Guardians. A one hopper to the shortstop Kiner Falefa. It was to his right. And it scooted right underneath the backhanded attempt. And the Guardians have struck here in the first. And that'll be an RBI single for Josh Naylor. The Guardians were back at it in the second inning after a leadoff double by Gabriel Arias. Stephen Kwan stood in. Stirring in the Yankee pen, nobody throwing yet. This is a big at bat raid here for both Cleveland and the Yankees. Kwan against Severino. The pitch swung on, line drive, base hit into right. That is going to score Arias. Up to second goes Hedges. And it's a 2-0 Cleveland lead. And Stephen Kwan is two for two. And has his second RBI in this series. But in the third, the Yankees had a man aboard, and the home run king, Aaron Judge, was at the plate. Now the 2-1 delivery. Hits it a ton. Deep center field. This ball game is tied at two. Dead center. And Aaron Judge has, with one swing of the bat, flipped this game completely. And you knew it wouldn't go forever that Aaron Judge would be this cold. It stayed tied until the fifth inning. That's when the long ball struck again. This time a runner on base for Oswaldo Cabrera, the young Yankees infielder facing Tristan McKenzie. Here's the 0-1. Swung on and he hammers one high and deep to right. Gonzalez is back, but this one is gone. A two-run home run for Oswaldo Cabrera, and the Yankees have taken the lead. It is now 4-2 New York. And Oswaldo Cabrera is having a night for New York. Two for two with a double and now a go-ahead home run here in the fifth. No doubt about it. Off the bat of Cabrera. But in the sixth inning, the Guardians got a run closer thanks to a two-out hit from one of their own young players, Will Brennan. Well, you got Lou Trevino who's been around the block more than a few times, and a rookie who had 11 major league games under his belt before this October baseball. But that's the youth of Cleveland against this veteran Yankee club. The next delivery, swung and ripped to right, base hit! 
That'll score Jimenez on his way to third is Arias. How about these kids? It's a four to three ball game. And Will Brennan gets his first major league postseason run banded in. And I mean, folks, he hit a laser to right field. And he makes it a one run game after his fellow rookie, Gabriel Arias, singled before him to keep the inning going. But the Yankees answered in the seventh. Again, the long ball coming into play. The pitch swung on, hit high, and hit deep to left. And there she goes. Harrison Bader into the bleachers puts New York up five to three. He did not have a home run with the Yankees until this playoff series. And the Yankees have hit three home runs tonight to account for all of their runs. And that is the first run yielded in 19 innings by this Cleveland bullpen against Tampa Bay and New York in the postseason. Yeah, it did not look good. A 5-3 Yankees lead heading to the bottom half of the ninth inning. Wandy Peralta was on to pitch for the Yankees. He picked up a fly ball out to start the inning, and then Miles Straw tried to get something started. 5-3 Yankees, one out in the ninth. The pitch swung on a little bloop job into left. Coming hard is Cabrera, and he dives. Can't make the catch. Ball skips by him. Straw hesitated. Now he goes to second as the throw went into third. Was that bizarro? A blooper into left that Cabrera tried to make the sliding catch on. He didn't. Ball skipped by him and rolled behind him. Miles Straw didn't know where the ball was. He made the big turn at first, hesitated, and then the throw instead went to third. So Straw then was able to go to second. And that'll be a double for Miles Straw. Stephen Kwan followed with a base hit, moving Straw up to third, and then Ahmed Rosario stepped in. The set and pitch. Swung on line drive, base hit to left. Here comes Straw. Stopping at second base is Quan. And Ahmed Rosario makes it a one-run game. Still only one out. Next up, Jose Ramirez. The next offering to Ramirez. A swing and a looping liner towards left base hit. Sliding stop made by Kiner Falefa and shallow left to keep the tying run from scoring. And the bases are loaded. What a play by Kiner Falefa. A little looping liner that bounced into the outfield for a base hit. And Kiner Falefa went into a slide in shallow left and got to that ball or else Quan scores the tying run. Hard throwing reliever Clark Schmidt was brought in for the Yankees. He struck out Josh Naylor for the second out, and the last chance for the Guardians was Oscar Gonzalez with runners on base. Gonzalez awaiting the one-two pitch. Here it comes. A swing and a liner back up the middle base, hit into center. Here comes Quan. Here comes Rosario. The Guardians win! He's done it again! Oscar Gonzalez, a two-out, two-strike, two-run single to center. A mob scene in right, a three-run 
Ewing. And for the 13th time this year, Cleveland, trailing after seven innings, has come from behind to win it. And by far, the most improbable and important win of the year. A three-run, five-hit inning. Can you believe what this incredible young team continues to do day in, night out? It was yet another amazing come-from-behind win for the Guardians. And the following day, Tom Hamilton talked about it with manager Tito Francona. Well, I don't know how much sleep you got last night, but what an incredible comeback. Tito, I, I think you and I have talked about incredible comebacks here. I don't know, it seems like 30 different times this season, but how about that one? There was a lot going on last night, and a lot of good. And, and then, you know, like we talked about, even in a short series, you're going to have ups and downs just kind of like you do over the course of a season. And we endured that last night. I mean, we had some really quality at-bats early. We didn't have a ton to show for it. And then, you know, they hit a couple balls that leave not only the ballpark, but probably go across the street. And then we're down. But instead of feeling sorry for ourselves, our bullpen kept us in the game. And we gave ourselves a chance. And I know we didn't hit some of those balls hard, but we hit them. And that's better than striking out. But again, you do it in the ninth inning, which again is what we've seen all year, Tito. Bases loaded, one out, great pitching to strike out Naylor. You've got Gonzalez down, two outs, two strikes. It, it almost seemed like that at bat in that inning was a microcosm of this season. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's, it's, it shows you how little is between winning and losing. I mean, he's one swing and he's got two strikes on him and two outs and all of a sudden, you hear music playing, everybody going crazy. I thought our fans were outstanding. They stayed till the end. I know it was cold. I was proud of our fans. I, you know, again, I know I didn't grow up here, but I've been here long enough to care, and I just thought it was a really good showing. Well, unfortunately, that did turn out to be the final win of 2022 for the Guardians as the Yankees took Game 4 by a score of 4-2 to two to send the series back to New York tied for the decisive Fifth game, delayed a day by rain, and the Yankees would win it by a final score of 5-1 to one to take the series three games to two. But what a year it was for the Guardians. So many thrills, so many last at bat and walk-off wins at Progressive Field, and really a lot of optimism as they did it all with the youngest team by a lot in all of Major League Baseball. Next up, the 2023 campaign. It begins with spring training in mid-February. Meanwhile, we'll take a two-week hiatus as Christmas and New Year's will come and go. No shows the next two weekends, but we'll be back at it after the new year, and we hope you can join us then as we get you all set to go for the 2023 season with a ton of optimism for good things from the Guardians. As always, thanks to Brian Matze for all of his help in putting together our show every week, year-round. And thanks to you, the listeners. Thanks so much for tuning in all year and also during the baseball season when uh, we do have the games day after day. It certainly is a pleasure to have you along. And, and uh, listen to Guardians baseball. A lot of thrills this past season, and we look for many more to come in 2023. Until our next show after the new year, I'm Jim Rosenhouse, reminding you that you've been listening to Guardians Weekly on the Cleveland Clinic Guardians Radio Network. 
Guardians Weekly has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Guardians fans save hundreds on car insurance. Thanks for being a part of it. So long, everybody.